Greetings, you're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library. It's just the two, two of us here this afternoon, myself, uh, Chris, and uh, and Denise, with Hi. me as well. Hi, Denise. Uh, today, we're going to be having a discussion about pets. Yes. March 23rd is National Puppy Day. We thought we would talk a little bit about puppies and kitties and all the kinds of pets and how to adopt a pet if you went to adopt a pet. And then we'll probably talk about our pets because we have pets and yeah. we love them very much. Yes, and we can probably fill a whole episode just talking about them, Yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll also provide a little... A little more <laughs> a- applicable a little discussion some, yeah, and some, some information. information and some substance there as well. So uh, we'll start with that, and then we'll get to the the fun, the fun, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Denise, you said that um, you've been doing some looking into the process of adopting a pet. Yes, um, from the Humane Society of North Texas or the SBCA of Texas, whichever. You want to go check out, but the Humane Society of North Texas has several locations um, in the Fort Worth area, Benbrook and Keller. Um, several of the Pet Smarts are also affiliated with the Humane Society um, or the SPCA. The SPCA. Mm-hmm. And what is that a acronym for? The SPCA. SPC. Is the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals of Texas. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, the Society of Procurement of Creatures <laughs> no. and Animals. <laughs> no. Nope. No, that's not it, huh? Okay. That, I, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I, always, I always remember the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, but the S, right. I'm always like, what does that S stand for? Society. It's a society. It's a society. Oh. That's what it stands for. Okay. And so the Humane Society has several locations. And like I said, the a lot of the pet smarts are also affiliated They're with affiliated with them. So mm-hmm. so you can adopt a, a pet from PetSmart and And you're getting it from the it's, Humane Society. It's, it's good. And, and many of the pet yeah. smarts, not all of them. Yeah. And I know that here in the Wise County Animal Shelter you can adopt as well. I'm mm-hmm. just not sure what the requirements are for that. I know that if you're looking to adopt a a cat, you can also go to resources like the Charming Cat Corner Cafe. Yes, at the Louisville, <laughs> what is it, the Vista Ridge Mall? Is it? I think it's the Vista yeah, Ridge. Yeah, I believe that's correct. And you get to preview all the kitties before yes. you make a decision. The great thing about that place is that you go and they have a fee for 30 minutes where you can just go and play with cats for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or an hour, if you want to pay more and spend a whole hour there. And then if you decide that you just fell in love with a kitty, you can adopt it. Mm-hmm. And it is brilliant. It is brilliant. And uh, they also have events there sometimes like cat yoga. Yeah. And what, painting with cats? Didn't yeah, they do like, an event like that? Yeah, it's like a painting with a twist, but the twist is cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I wonder what that's like. Because they're not going to say and steal for you to paint them. Right. But they're also going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I want to play with that brush. Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm very, very curious about that. Yeah. We'd have to look into that. Um, Yeah. Go do some research. Mm -hmm. Go find out. So, all the resources that you named there, those are... um, those are probably some of the best resources for to make sure that it's a like a legit transaction yes. and that the animals are well taken care of. Yes, both the SPCA and the Humane Society take great care in the animals that they they rescue mm-hmm. and have up for adoption. Um, the Humane Society 
Their adoption fees range from $15 to $285, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the pet. Mm-hmm. Um, each animal that's adopted from the Humane Society is spayed or neutered, microchipped, that's is good. current on vaccinations, dewormed, heartworm tested for dogs over six months old, and combo tested for cats and kittens. And every pet adoption also comes with 30 days of pet health insurance, a free vet exam, a cardboard carrier or sleep led uh, leash, and free online basic dog training courses and discount if you want like a more advanced dog training. Right. So these, these fees that you pay for these pets are not, it's not just like, we have, you know, we have to charge you for this animal. It's like, it all is stuff goes into the things that mm-hmm. they're doing to take care of the animals before you get them. Well, and even if your fee is $285, that's still a lot less than, than what you'd be spending in all these things. Going if you, to do all that stuff yourself. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And with the SBCA, with dogs, if they're puppies of so zero to six months, it's about $100. Mm-hmm. If they're adult dogs, six months or older... It's $50. Um, if they're senior dogs, seven years and older, it's $25. And that comes with also spay or neutered, 30 days of free pet health insurance, a physical exam, a health evaluation, behavioral assessment, distemper vaccination, mm-hmm. kennel cough vaccination, rabies vaccination, and a rabies tag. Um you get a starter bag of Hill Science Diet dog food, flea tick treatment, heartworm test, heartworm preventive, preventative care for puppies, uh, free heartworm treatment if the dog turns out to be heartworm positive, mm-hmm. uh, deworming treatment, microchip, follow-up support, free health examination within 14 days of the adoption, uh, temporary leash, and microchip. Hmm. So... To adopt a puppy is, you know, a little bit more than, say, adopting a senior dog. But still, that's that's really, really great. I mean, your dog's going to be in, in top care. Right. And with cats, it's $100 for kittens mm-hmm. and $50 for adult cats. And that comes with pretty much the same stuff. Except, you know, for, like, felines. Yeah. Make sure they, they don't have the panleukopenia, you know, with the vaccination and stuff like that. Right, so right. they're vaccinated with different things, but still vaccinated. Right, right. Yeah, so that's a, that's those are definitely good resources for that. And I do believe that the Cat Cafe has very similar um, as well. I believe that, They yeah. have an adoption fee, mm-hmm. and then um, that comes with a lot of that. A lot of that. I think it was $125 there mm-hmm. last time we, we were there. Yeah, and one of the things that I really love about the Cat Cafe is if you go and you fall in love with a kitten or a cat, an adult cat, you know, whatever it is that they have there that you've fallen in love with, but you know absolutely that you cannot adopt Mm -hmm. this cat because you live in a non-pet friendly apartment or you know that it's not, you know, it's just not possible for you, but you really want this cat to have a good home, you can pay the adopter the adoption fees and then someone else that does want to adopt the cat and can't afford to can do so right and i think that's fantastic that is cool if you're like oh my gosh i love this cat so much but i know that i cannot take care of this cat right for whatever my circumstances are but this kitty needs a home now right and so you can take care of those fees Mm -hmm. that's neat Especially if, you know, Kitty's having a hard time, you mm-hmm. know, either medical reasons or just other reasons and hasn't been able to get adopted. So, Cat Cafe is great. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely really good. Yeah. Of course, uh, in my experience, I've never... I have not much had to go and seek out places like that for cats because it seems like cats always find their way to me. Yeah, <laughs> like a cat whisperer. Yeah, so they I always end you know I always end up with the the strays or 
or you know whatever and then you know of course make sure that they're they're taken care of and mm-hmm. everything and of course all the cats we have now are are indoor cats um one of them definitely started out as a a little lost six stray yeah um that you know we took in and and t- took care of but uh yeah if i ever need a resource like that it's good to be aware of that it's just <laughs> right <laughs> I, I i just have a feeling that i'm always going to end up just walk outside and there's a cat that's like hi person i don't yeah <laughs> i do not have to go out seeking cats because they will show up one they way or another <laughs> and then i'll just have to take them <laughs> yep uh this is also this is not an invitation for everybody to bring cats that you find <laughs> Uh, to the library, so please don't don't do that. Yeah, that'll be frowned upon. <laughs> bringing a kitty into the library because I already have three. I don't think that we can accommodate <laughs> any more right now. So, um, but it's good to be aware of those uh, those resources. I know that um, a good thing about places that actually charge you to adopt pets rather than just going to uh, you know going to get a kitten at Walmart or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Which, of course, those kittens need homes as well, but there's not really any any security or anything in that right. that exchange. Uh, but the places that that charge to to adopt a pet are good because someone that's going to drop you know sixty mm-hmm. hundred dollars on an animal really wants that animal. Yeah. Nor- most of the time, they're not just coming just as on a whim and just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take a kitten or whatever. Right. So that, that's another good thing about about those and and again in those cases it's not just charging you just because it's mm-hmm. it's also going towards the health and well-being of the animal so yep definitely and you know you're serious about adopting if you're going to go and fill out paperwork and talk to a counselor cuz that's pretty much what you got to do like you got to complete their paperwork mm-hmm. and you have to Discuss your hopes and expectations with a counselor, with an adoption counselor there. Um, and then get to meet potential adoption candidates. Right, right. So, I mean, this is, you know, taking time and you got to, I think if you're going to be serious about it. And it's not just like, oh, there's someone with a box of kittens on the side of the road and I'm mm-hmm. going to just take one because they're cute right and then be totally unprepared for what having a kitten or a puppy or other animals or yeah or other animals in that that regard (laughs) yeah we're coming across we're coming up to easter time and this is one of those times when people go and buy little bunnies or chicks and then have absolutely no idea that you know that's a pet and you have to take care of it and it's going to get bigger. Yeah. And yeah. There's going to be feeding and and, and taking care taking of taking care and of vet visits and yes. All kinds of stuff. And so you have to be serious when you want to when you're going to get a pet. Some pets are more high maintenance than others, but they all they all need mm-hmm. care and maintenance. Yep. And you have to be prepared for that before you make that decision. So, mm-hmm. if you do want to, if you do want to adopt an Easter bunny, that's great. Just, just remember. And man, sometimes you think, well, it's just a bunny; it's going to be little. Mm. There is a million types of breeds out there, and some of them are giants, huge. Like I think one of them is actually called like a Flemish giant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they're and they're big. They can be very big. And bunnies are a lot. I think. I think of them more as a type of, like, if it's more on the cat side. Yeah, more on the cat side. Yeah. Because you can litter box train them. That's true. And they're, also depends on your bunny. Some of them just want to be loved on, and others are just like, I'll come to you for loving. Right. And I believe both the Humane Society and the SPCA have, um, is it like Pet Finder, where you can take a look at what pets they have available online? And so, you know, we see one that you're like, oh my gosh, I want that one, mm-hmm. before you go in. Yeah. But it's always a good idea to meet them and interact with them and make sure that they're going to be right for you or your family. Right. I was looking at, I'm 
I want to say it was the SBCA's pet finder. And they have dogs and cats. And I saw an adorable bunny there. But they also had some roosters. Oh. And there was a very beautiful rooster named Tripper. That if I could have a rooster, I'd go get him right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, look at that. Look at that rooster. Yeah. A very pretty rooster. That, yeah. Yeah, roosters are can be very pretty. Mm-hmm. And some of them can be fairly even-tempered. I yeah. don't know if you've ever <laughs> Yeah. Had just any like, this is probably before, not like a but the kind of pet that you're going to want to or be able to just cuddle with. Right. But still. Especially roosters. Hens are hens you can actually get really mm-hmm. you can get really uh I mean, hens can become very pet-like. They can get very close and and, and affectionate. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister actually has a a hen that uh, is so tame that it you know you can just be sitting outside, uh, you know, just chilling or, or or whatever, and it'll just come up and jump right in your lap, <laughs> and then it'll jump on your shoulder and it'll just sit there <laughs> and you know want, want you to pet it and stuff. Nice. So I don't know about how that how well that would work with roosters though. They might just be more of like a a room a roommate that you yeah. have a mutual respect <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, may, uh, maybe like a glorified alarm clock. Yeah, <laughs> give it its space. <laughs> just wants its own space. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe if you got it from when it was a teeny tiny little baby and raised maybe. it, then maybe it'd be a little different. Yeah, and if it didn't have any other. Roosters, right? If it was, interact a, with if it was a, just a solitary pet, yeah, it might it might work out. Yeah, it, I, it's possible, uh, I suppose. <laughs> Either way, it's still, you know, I don't know. Big roosters can make. Uh, I think they can make good, good guard guard dogs too. Yeah, you know, they chase stuff out of the yard. And yeah, things like that. Go so yeah, <laughs> so that's true. So, yes, the Charming Cat Cafe is located at the Vista Ridge Mall in Louisville. It is near the Cinemark Theater, if you go into through that entrance. So, definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. They are fun. Mm-hmm. And they have all kinds of cats. Mm-hmm. They have cats that want to be held and, and jump in your lap, and they have cats that just want to be in the same room with you and... Just look at you from the yep. other, other side of the from room. Far, Don't yeah. you know? So whatever your your preference is, if you like cats that are really affectionate or cats that you just want them to, you know, if you like them for the reason that that some people think cats behave, you know, um, standoffish and aloof or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I want one of those. I don't have to. Uh, you know, it's not going to bother me. I just yeah be like a, again like an, a roommate that we just kind of. We hang out sometimes, you we know. Food, we food out for them. <laughs> they have those. Um, yeah, we we went there once, and it was a really neat experience. We had mm-hmm. there was a lot of a lot of interesting cats there. Um, I remember the one the one called a clinger mm-hmm. that wanted to cling to us <laughs> yeah. as it was time <laughs> for us to go. You went up to pet him, and like he just jumped right on you. Yep. And then you. And he was then, indifferent to me the entire time, and then I was like, "Oh, are you finally gonna let me pet you?" And he was like, "Yes." And then I'm gonna jump on you. Yep. And then I'm gonna jump on you. And then he proceeded to jump on me. Yes. From here. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> he liked us. Yeah. He was just keeping an eye on us for a while to make sure we were cool. Yeah, and they have a Facebook page and everything as well. You can get updates on. What kind of cats are mm-hmm. are coming in, and what cats have been adopted, and things. The charmingcatcafe.com. They have a website. You can get to their Facebook, Twitter, all that, all that jazz from mm-hmm. there. I think you can even see the cats. So yeah, their media. They have images and videos, so you can take a look at some of the cats. They get their cats from Kitty Save. That's right. That's right. Which they is did. a local nonprofit mm-hmm. animal welfare organization, and they have they also have a website, Kitty Save, mm-hmm. and they get cats from bad situations and mm-hmm. and everything. And yeah, they're pretty much rescue cats. Rescue cats. Yeah. yeah. 
That's right. I remember King, I remember them telling us about Kitty Save. Mm-hmm. That's neat. So you can up to 30 people at a time. Wow. I didn't know they had the space for that. Well, there's several rooms. There are several rooms. They have a family discount. So if you want to take the whole family, mm-hmm. they have a family discount. So uh, I know there are places like this for dogs as well. Are there any local? Not that I know of. No? Like nothing local, hmm. which is a pity. Yeah. Because that's where I would go. And I'm surprised as well. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that there was a cat one, but there's no. There's not a dog there's one. There's not a dog one right now. Yeah, probably not as close as Louisville. So all your cats have just come to you? They've just found you? So, yeah, we'll just get right into it. Might as well. <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about. We talked on about the business now. Yeah, about the adoption part. Uh, yeah, so, so growing up, we always had lots of cats because um, from, you know, we moved out in the Wise County area when I was about 10 and we had some land. And of course, we had a, we had a cat when we moved, and then I think there was times where we had up to ten cats on the property at some time or another. And of course, probably half of those at any given time were strays that had just mm-hmm. you know because when you have cats, cats show up. That's yeah. just kind of how that works. Um, and so some of the you know we we would welcome those and and feed them and stuff, and uh, and you know take care of them however we could so um so there was that but it, it that was also overwhelming because it's like you know i don't need another cat but mm-hmm. i can't i'm not gonna not feed you right you know? so <laughs> so that's kind of how that worked um but that has kind of carried on into my adult life because we have well i have one cat you know autumn mm-hmm. who i actually went and um and i you know purchased her or adopted her uh, from someone who has like a kind of a cat foster home of mm-hmm. sorts, where she would take uh, take kittens and and she would you know make sure they got their shots and and were taken care of and everything and and then she she charged a fee for for adoption and she had an ad in the paper for Autumn and so I went and got Autumn that way a calico yeah uh, or tortoise shell. And so that's the only cat we have right now that wasn't just a, like a, a came to us or a mm-hmm. find cat. Because we have two black cats. Um, the first one we got was Kime, and he showed up in the middle of, outside the, the church, in the middle of church service. And Jessica found him, and he was, he was crying and little and sad and, and mm-hmm. had, had, uh, had little sick eyes and stuff. And, uh, so, you know, we, we left and got him some cat food and I took him to my, to my house and, and we, you know, took him to the vet and nursed him back to health and, and he's a healthy cat other than, other than being a little high strung sometimes. Yeah. He's, he's very well now. So that was our first black kitty. And then we also have another black kitty, Jones who I found at the library. Yep. And he was tiny and I wasn't just going to Yeah. You know, I wasn't just going to walk away from that. Just so don't leave him. No. So yeah, and and we you know, we already had two two cats, three three, three cats. Yeah. In the apartment we were in. <laughs> and we had found a home for one of them that just wasn't getting getting on very well in apartment life and then right after that we had another cat so then we had three cats again (laughs) and uh but yeah so that's jones and he's a very affectionate very Mm -hmm. wild little boy he's over about a year now so we have two those two cats that we found that have come to us and then autumn which i got myself so we were talking earlier about Kime and how when he was a kitten, he was super affectionate and just wanted to come up to you and love on you. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way, he was just like, no, I'm scared of everybody. I'm scared of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And he still is, 
It just takes a while to warm yeah, back he up. Takes, yeah, he takes a little bit, and but he'll he'll still come up and sit in your lap, or you know, want your attention, or yeah, whatever. But uh, but you don't want to make any sudden movements around him, and you want to make sure that nobody else around you makes any sudden movements <laughs> either. Um, especially if you're holding him, because he will tear into you if he feels like he needs to get away. <laughs> and he just walks around the house all day, making little. Little nervous, sad noises. <laughs> <laughs> like that. You <laughs> Aww, and he doesn't, time. yeah. And he doesn't, doesn't move his mouth when he says stuff. He just goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All three of our cats have very different personalities mm-hmm. and they're all very, very defined. You would never, um, you would never say that they're all just have cat personalities because they're yeah. all. All very different. They're all very different. They don't. I don't. Know, I don't. I don't think any of them fall into what you would think. Like, oh, this is the standard, right? Cat personality the stereotype that everybody <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of sees. Whether yes. you know, especially those that don't have cats, right? Uh, all, you know, that haven't owned cats and aren't, aren't familiar with that. Like, all three of our cats are very, very defined in their personality and yeah. their behaviors and stuff. So. <laughs> I have dogs. Mm-hmm. I've always had dogs. Yeah. Um, both of my dogs right now are tiny little dogs. Have a little toy poodle. And she is, gosh, like 17 or 18 years old now. Mm-hmm. And I have a little chihuahua. And she's probably about, gosh, getting to 10, I think. It's about right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It seems like that wasn't very long ago. Uh Uh-uh. Well, uh, we got her for my niece Mm -hmm. when my niece was five. And then um, after a while, Ariel was just having a hard time. Just having a hard time with just family life, Mm -hmm. you know? too many kids and yeah. just got kind of crazy for her and she mm-hmm. just wasn't very happy. And so, um, I just brought her home from my brother's house and mm-hmm. she's been with us ever since. That's why she came to live with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it she was just, to, it was just too much. She had to move out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, it was just too much for her. Yeah. She had to be with, cause she is very, very affectionate. Um, she just doesn't like kids. Yeah. She's, and she's never liked kids. The only kid she's ever liked was my niece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she was just not not too happy about being in a in a family with mm-hmm. children. And so she came to live with us. And she's been very happy. And they're very funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that Sophie acts very much like a cat. Yeah, she she adheres to the if I fit, fits I sits rule. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She does love boxes. She finds a box she wants in it. When she was younger, she was very much a. I'll come to you if I want affection. If I don't come to you for affection, and you try to get affection from me. That's just not going to go well. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, she's old, much older now. And so she is very much just, I will come to you. Don't come to me. Mm-hmm. And just, she lets you know when she's unhappy yeah. about, <laughs> about anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty clearly. Yes. <laughs> and Ariel, Ariel just wants to love you. Well, maybe not you. She still has apprehensions about you. Yeah, she does. She always barks at me if yeah. I ever. <laughs> yeah, just if I'm if she ever sees me coming up the up the drive or whatever. Yeah. It's like we haven't figured out what it is about you that she is very apprehensive about. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the cats. Mm-hmm. Because other people have cats that come over, and she's a okay. Yeah. Sophie always loved you though. Yeah. When she'd see you, she'd just be like, oh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, I know that you've had stray cats before, even though you're not really... They come to the house, and yeah, we feed them without feeding them. 
you know, we don't set out cat food for them. Right. But they get a lot of scraps and leftovers. Like Greg. (laughs) Yeah, like Greg. (sighs) That cat. Yeah. He's a little jerk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we feed them nonetheless. Mm Mm-hmm. Jerk or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How we think, you know, if Sophie wasn't so so old, there'd be no cats on that on that lawn. Right. She'd get them. She'd get them. Yeah. She would just chase them off and just be very, very satisfied with her work. Yeah. Ariel is very indifferent. She She'll go outside and just be like, oh, there's a cat there. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Now, Sophie is probably half the size, if not smaller, than half the size of your average cat, I would say. Yeah, Sophie is very small. But she would still chase them off. Oh my gosh, yeah. Sophie would... Sophie always thought that she was a big dog. Mm -hmm. Like, she thinks that she is just this big, massive dog. And I've seen her chase off, like, German Shepherds off the the yard. Mm. Like, she's... She was fearless. Yeah. She's, she goes outside for small amounts of time now, but not, not like she used to. But, yeah, she's she would chase off anything. You were on her yard. You made a mistake. Mm-hmm. That was her yard. Mm-hmm. Birds, squirrels, cats, dogs. Nope. And Ariel just doesn't care. She's just very content to be... Inside her home, she'll go outside. She's just—it's not bothering her. She's not bothering it. Mm-hmm. Very different dogs. Very different. Yeah, and not not always. I mean, they get along pretty well for the most part. But for I know you told part. me about times where Sophie, yeah, feels like her space is being yes. encroached upon. When we first brought Ariel home, um, Ariel stayed with us for a little bit. Before going back to my brother's for just a small, small bit of time. And then she came back to live with us permanently. But the first time that she stayed with us, uh, Sophie, at one point, Ariel was just walking around the house. And Sophie was up on the sofa and she looks down and there's Ariel just standing there. And Sophie looks at me and then looks at Ariel and then jumps on her. Mm-hmm. And they start, you know, Sophie's growling and but I mean, she's this tiny little dog that couldn't do anything to Ariel. <laughs> but she made her, she got her point across. Mm-hmm. And then when Ariel came back to permanently live with us, Sophie just walked right up to her, got right in her face and told her what's what and then walked away. Hmm. And that was, that was it. They never really had a, a problem since. Ariel sometimes tries to get into Sophie's bed, and Sophie doesn't have it. Yeah. It's just... But sometimes they'll just curl up together and mm-hmm. be just fine. They tend to give each other space, though. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think they've ever really tried to, like, be friends, but they don't hate each other. <laughs> They're just... They just live together. <laughs> right. Well, our cats all get along really well, for the most part. Um... I've seen, you know, we've had, have, having had a lot of cats in the past, I've seen a lot of situations where cats clash a mm-hmm. lot. Like, it can, it can go way the other way with mm-hmm. cats. They can really not like each other and just get into, like, scratch fights all the time <laughs> and, and screaming and ho- hollering and not good. But all the cats we have are, are really, they really get along very well. Kime has really become quite a pushover since we got Jonesy. Because <laughs> Jonesy, when he was a little kitten, wanted to fight and play. And and he was, you know, a tiny little little mm-hmm. kitten, small enough to fit in your in your hands. And uh, and I think that when we first got him, Kime wanted to play with him, but he wasn't sure what to do <laughs> with him because he was so tiny. Uh, and he used to play with Autumn all the time, and they'd always mm-hmm. fight and stuff to to the point where Autumn was exasperated with it, <laughs> and she, you know, she would t- let him know when she was done. Um, and we thought, oh yeah, these two get, you know, they're they're going to be great together, 
and Kaim just became a big pushover and just most of the t- most of the time when they're playing he's running away from Jones. Oh. <laughs> and sometimes he still gets into swap fights with Autumn, but usually she actually ends up chasing him away now. <laughs> and I think that it all comes like Autumn is really the she's the oldest, so she's really the 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 lady of the house. And I think that she made her point really clear with Jones. She only did this one time, but uh, she was in a laundry basket sleeping. And Jones jumped in there with her when he was still real tiny. And she just wrapped a arm, uh, you know, a leg around him, a paw or whatever, and, and held him down and, and went, <laughs> and started like, like licking him and cleaning him and just growling the whole time. <laughs> and he just sat there and looked, looked at us like, like slight, slightly terrified, you know, until, and he just sat there and let her finish. And then when he felt like it was safe to move, he jumped, jumped out and left. And I, I think that that was Autumn establishing her, her dominance. Yeah. In the, in the house. Cause she never really has that much trouble with him. Oh, our pets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ariel came to us from my brother. Sophie, I think, gosh, was so so long ago that we got her. Um, I'm not really sure how we came upon Sophie. I want to say that my dad just brought her home one day. Mm-hmm. So he could have gotten her from a pet store or a breeder or something. Mm-hmm. But he knew my mom wanted a little dog, and so he brought home a little dog. And we have loved her ever since. Yeah. And I used to have a pug named Lily, mm-hmm, and we that. got her from Noah's Ark here in Decatur. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah's Ark, from the best I can tell, seems like a really good place mm-hmm. to to get a pet. I'm not sure what they're like if their dogs come from breeders, or if they're also also rescue animals. Um, but Knowing what I know now, if I had known it then, I probably would have gone the adoption route. Mm-hmm. And gone to like one of the other resources yeah. we named. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Noah's Ark so far seems to be, you know, on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Never haven't heard anything, you know, scandalous about them. Sure. Um, my then boyfriend and I were looking for a pug. And we went to Noah's Ark. And they didn't have one. At the time, and so we were just like, okay, well, if you guys ever, you know, hear about a pug that needs a home, just let us know. Mm-hmm. And we got a call, and someone had returned this little pug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, returned? It's like, who returns a dog? <laughs> <laughs> so we went to to meet this little dog, and she was the runt of her litter, and she was tiny, and she was so cute. Mm-hmm. And so... They, of course, let us, you know, meet her and play with her. And we were playing with her, and she was just adorable. And she just decided that she was going to impress us. And so she got up on top of these big bags of dog food. She just climbed up, and she was like, look, I'm at the top. And she was so happy until she fell off. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, my then-boyfriend just scooped her up and was like, oh, it's Okay. And she looked up at him, and she started chewing on his goatee. And I was like, "Who do I write this check to?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's it." <laughs> I was like, "This, this is obviously our dog." Yeah, because she was just adorable, and she just instantly fell in love, and we fell instantly in love with her. Mm-hmm. But yes, like she started chewing on his goatee, and I was like, "That's it." Someone just take my money. Yeah, because. We're taking this dog. Mm-hmm. She's ours now. And she was. Mm-hmm. She was ours for a long time. And she was such such a good dog. One of the things that she used to do, I would have to hide her treats like really high up. Because she, we had one of those like little pet carriers for her that she would just go in whenever she had a treat to eat on her own without like anybody mm-hmm. and that's where she would hide stuff <laughs> she would just like oh i'm gonna take it into my cave 
and she would just hide her, her stuff just in hide there. Just hide her stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but she would move it up against the wall, hop up on top of it, and try to get her to her treats if I didn't put them somewhere high up because she knew where they were mm-hmm. and she'd try to get them. Dogs have a way of doing that. Yeah. And she was just... She caught a mouse once. Yeah? Yep. I don't know how she did it, but she did it. And then she was just like, look at this thing I caught. And I'm, of course, freaking out. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, take it outside. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive for her. Because. A chubby little pug. Yeah, chubby little, little pug. <laughs> she definitely was not the hunting no. type. No, and I'm pretty sure she had no intention of hunting it. I'm pretty sure she thought she was just playing. Yeah. And I'm freaking out about it. Right. <laughs> And at the time, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, so this mm-hmm. wasn't. But, yeah, she was just like, look, look at this thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ah, oh, no. She was great. Mm-hmm. Somehow or another, I've always seemed to have a lot of exposure to pugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it seems like. Well, I remember Lily loving you very much. Yeah. She would see you, and she'd try to impress you, and. Yeah. You were always trying to be indifferent to her, but you were never really indifferent. Well, yeah. You're always like, no, I don't like dogs. And then she'd just be like, hi. And you'd be like, hi, dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not super into dogs. Not that I have, I don't, it's not that I dislike them. It's just that I don't really, well, want, and I, think I don't really on, want one. I think we're kind of on the same page <laughs> in the sense that, like, I don't think I would ever own a cat. Yeah. But I like going to play with your cats. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there's some dogs that I've liked more than others. Like my um, my wife's brother and his family have a dog that's a chocolate lab that is probably my my favorite dog right now. <laughs> yeah, she's really cool. Um, and we we've had dogs when we used to live out on on the uh, when I was younger. We used to live out on the land and and had um. We had some dogs, and they were, you know, most of the dogs we had I thought were pretty good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But dogs are just more of a, they're, they're, usually they're more clingy, and they're usually more high. I, I guess it really depends on it does depend. your dog. Yeah, it does. Because like I was saying, you know, with Sophie. Yeah. She just, she would just be like, okay, I'm here, pet me. And then if she didn't want pets, she'd just be like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. No. I'm going to go over here. Hmm. All that said, our cats, the cats we have, at least a couple of them, they can be kind of clingy. Especially Jones. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they exhibit dog-like behavior. Like, yeah. They always greet you at the door. And and Jones, is will he will climb on you. Or, or at least he'll, <laughs> he'll climb on me. Um, Jessica doesn't really like him to climb on her very much because <laughs> she doesn't have as much shoulder space for him to sit mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, he'll, I'll be, you know, standing there and he'll just jump on a chair and then jump right on my shoulder. <laughs> and like, I'm going to be on your shoulder now. And if he, you can tell when he's getting really excited and wants to be on you and then you have to watch out <laughs> and, and be ready to catch him when he tries to, to jump on you. So, and then he'll lick, you know, lick your face and lick mm-hmm. your nose and everything. So. I guess he's like a, a dog cat. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah, cat dog. They just want to be on you. Yeah. But uh, pugs, are, pugs are definitely one of the clingier dogs. They yes. definitely get very excitable whenever you, and mm-hmm. you know, come home or enter the room or yep. whatever, and then they just want to be all over you. That's true. That is true. That's what's so amazing about dogs. They're just so loving. Mm-hmm. And they're great. That's what they do. And they love you and care about you and just want to be with you. And I guess some cats are like that too. Yeah. They are. I think that our cats are, are mm-hmm. all like that in their own their own way. <laughs> A lot of times Autumn just really just wants to sit next to you or or she wants to she wants to be under the covers or mm-hmm. Or whatever, and she just wants some attention. I think they're all like that. They all want some attention. Yeah. And 
quite often, more often than you might think. Yeah. But they're just really entertaining, too. It's just hilarious to watch. Mm -hmm. They just do hilarious things. That they do. Autumn does this thing where she turns her head all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I, I don't know what that means or what that is. I've never, I don't, I've never seen a cat do that. So I don't know if she has like some, like some vertigo or something that makes her like twerk, but she, you know, she'll, she'll like put her paws on, on something and stand up a little bit and then look up into the air and then proceed to turn her head all the way around and look behind her and then and then come back and be looking forward again <laughs> and sometimes she'll do that a couple of times <laughs> just randomly she'll just be standing there and all of a sudden she'll turn her head all the way around i'm like i don't know maybe there's a ghost maybe she's like there's something behind me I don't know. Maybe if that's the case, then there must be ghosts in all the places that we've lived because <laughs> she just she's it. lived in in th three, four, four different places. <laughs> no, and she's done it at all of those places. There's so just, <laughs> there's just ghosts. <laughs> well, they'll do that. They'll just stare at something and then start meowing. You're like, what? What? Who knows? Who knows what it is? Yeah, could it be a little bit of light that you just don't see that they saw. Could be a tiny little bug that you that you don't see, but they see. Mm -hmm. Could be a demon. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I'm not sure what I would say, what I would say. Like, do I do a search for cats that turn their head all the way around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. This might be a thing that you ask your vet next time. Yeah. So whenever my cat does this weird thing, what does that mean? See if they can give you any answers. It means that it's being a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, no, I've, uh, I, cats. <laughs> I've asked vets about you know things like that before, like when we had Kyrie, that was Jessica's cat when um, when we got married. Uh, you know, I asked because she did not. She did not get along very well with the other cats, and she didn't like me very much. It took her two years to get to where she really mm -hmm. liked me and actually wanted to like sit with me and stuff. And otherwise, she'd usually hiss or get upset, or she just didn't like. She didn't like anybody very much, and I think that she just barely liked Jessica. Yeah, and she definitely <laughs> didn't like the other cats. <laughs> but um, I asked the vet, I'm like, why is she like that? You know, is there something we can do? And and the vet's just like, you know, cats are pretty much just. They're just born born that way, and there's not really uh, anything you can do to change their personality. <laughs> it's like some cats are like are like that, and some cats are real affectionate and nice, and it's just like <laughs> you know, there's not anything you can do to like you know resocialize them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, okay, awesome. Born that way. <laughs> yeah. Kyrie to uh, tolerated me fairly well. Yeah. She was funny. I'd go. Whenever I'd house it for you or something, and I would pet her, and she would be okay with it for a bit, and then when she was done, she would she would let me know that she was done. Yeah. And I'd just be like, fine. And of course, once I took that tone of voice with her, she'd be like, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, didn't she say that she would, she would, like, take a swing at you when you tried to leave or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Do you want pets or not? Because I will pet you. Yeah. I will pet you for a long time if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. The second I took the, oh, I'm fine. Do whatever you want. She'd just be like, uh, wait. <laughs> 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 that was not the reaction I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, uh, whatever, cat. There's other cats over here who would be more than happy to have pets. Mm -hmm. I will say that by the. Um by the time it you know we were looking for a new home for her, I think that she actually liked me more than Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> she finally was like, "I'm gonna sit with this guy." <laughs> he seems cool. Yeah, I liked Kyrie. Yeah, she had that mean look on her face all the time. She did, and I thought it was great. Yeah, we had we had a have a name for that. 
I won't I won't say it on this podcast. It's inappropriate for this podcast. But yes. <laughs> she definitely had that look. Yes. And she was the kind of cat that I think gives cats a bad name. I think that people... She's the stereotype of yes. why people say they don't like cats. Yes, because I think people have encounters with cats like that, and they're like, oh, that's why I don't like cats, because they all behave they're like all that. They're all like that. They're not. Mm-mm. But she was a good example of that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, well, that's quite a lot of stuff. I think that we did a balanced podcast. <laughs> I think we talked a lot about cats and not enough about puppies. No, we didn't talk enough about puppies. Because <laughs> it is going to be Puppy Adoption Day. National Puppy Day. Puppy, Yeah, National Puppy Day. Yeah. Oh, puppies. Yeah. Puppies are great. I'm trying to think of when Sophie was was younger. When she was a puppy? When she was a puppy. How, how big was she when she was a puppy? Oh my God, when she was a puppy, she was... Probably small enough to fit, like just in front of my hands. Yeah, like she was super tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she always thought she was a big dog. That was one time when she was, she'd probably been with us for maybe a month. Mm-hmm. And so she was still really young, and she was running around the house, and it was time for bed, and she went into her little dog bed and was getting ready for sleep. And turned off all the lights in the house, and we were getting ready to go to bed. And I guess she must have fallen asleep, and then she heard me just walking around uh, in the house, you know, turning off lights and doing all that stuff. And the next thing I hear, and again, like, she's a tiny little dog, and the next thing I hear is her go, <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh what was that and, I, and she's she's trying so hard to sound like she's just this big dog mm-hmm. and oh she's gonna get you and nah <laughs> she thought that it was me and she was like oh hi <laughs> but yeah she tried so hard to sound like such a big dog mm-hmm. and she's it was so funny and just like what are you doing <laughs> come here and she was just like Oh, it's just you. It's just you. Everything's okay. Shortly after we got her, um, my brother brought over his dog so they could meet. And he had he had a a, a different chihuahua mm-hmm. at this point. And so um, he got into her new doggy bed and laid down in it. Mm-hmm. And then after they left, Sophie refused to to sleep in it ever again. Oh. She's <laughs> like, come on. She's just like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that other dog was in my bed. Hmm. <laughs> so then you had to get her a new bed. Had to get her a new bed. Luckily, she got over that. Because Ariel gets all up in her stuff and she just doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just doesn't care anymore. But when she was little, she was just like, nope. I don't want to sleep in there. Mm-hmm. Any, any thoughts on possibly another dog in the future oh man if it was up to me i would have like 20 dogs yeah i don't i don't think the city would let me have 20 dogs in my yeah house. <laughs> yeah there's rules about that kind of thing right you think that because you always i know that you've always had smaller dogs if i had more space then yeah I'd definitely have a bigger dog mm-hmm. but our space is small, and so small dogs do all right. I don't think it's fair to have a big dog and then have a small... Tiny space. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're going to be able to take them out a lot for walks and runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Being cooped up inside the house all the time is just... You know, when you're a little dog, it seems like a much bigger area. Right. But if you got a big dog and you have a small small place, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And I would never do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice if you have an area where you can let them, you can let them run and frolic, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and stuff, and you don't have to have them on a leash all the time. Right. Yeah, that's super sad. Mm-hmm. Any other kinds of dogs that you would like to have that you haven't had before? Well, I would probably get another pug because they're great. Mm-hmm. But I've also been exposed to some very adorable corgis, mm-hmm. and so. 
Corgi would be awesome to mm-hmm. have too. Be a good, not tiny dog. But not tiny, but not big. Yeah, not big. And every corgi I've ever met has been sweet mm-hmm. and smart. Every corgi I've ever met has just been the greatest. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, hi, friend. And I'm like, oh, hi, corgi. <laughs> they like to, you know, herd you around. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, no, don't go that way. Go this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's just like, okay. <laughs> I will follow you, Corgi, because you are adorable. Yeah, I've seen the, I've been, been around the Corgis as well. They're, they're nice. Yeah. They're, they're nice. <laughs> they are nice. I was visiting a friend and she has Corgis. We had gone outside, and she'd gone in for something, and I'll, we were on our way back inside, and the back door had closed and had locked, and so we're just like, oh, you know, how are we going to get inside? And there was the, the corgi just looking at us, and I was like, hey, go get your mom. And the corgi looked at me, and I was just like, door's locked, we can't get in. And she looks at me, goes out her doggy door. Stands in front of me, looks at me, turns around, goes back in through to her doggy door, and then looks back at me like, that's how you get into the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that won't work for me. Go get your mom. <laughs> She's just like, oh, you're stuck. Oh, let me show you how to get inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just really like, funny. this is how you come inside the house. And I'm like, well, yes, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's a National Adopt-A-Cat Month as well, right? Yes. I remember we had a little display for that at one point. Yes, it was like, it was in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, June. June? I believe it is June. And they get a whole month. They get a whole month. That's because there's definitely a month's worth of cats to adopt. I was saying... Well, it's something about spring being kitten season. That's right. Yeah, they they talk about kitten season. And so that's at the why. the vets and and also at the when we were at the charming cat mm-hmm. cafe, they were saying you know, there's a kitten season, and that's where you see all the you know the stray kittens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's why June is adopt a cat month. Oh, that makes sense. Just it it seems to me that there's a lot of stray cats that you see wandering mm-hmm. around like stray kittens and stuff and and there's there's just so many you see them out there and and uh you know not everybody stops to say like hey let's let's pick up this kitten mm-hmm. but you don't always see a lot of stray stray puppies and right things well, like that again i think it depends on where you are mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure that there's more in some areas and with dogs there october is adopt a shelter dog oh okay Mm-hmm. Necessarily just adopt a dog, but like specifically shelter dogs. Yeah. And so. I guess another reason for that might be because big dogs that are stray mm-hmm. make people nervous. Yeah. So they they're more likely to like call animal control or something mm-hmm. if they see a big, you know, big dog with no collar or something running yeah. around. So that that may be part of that as well. That they get they end up going to the shelters and stuff mm-hmm. more often than than cats too because nobody's you know. Yeah, no one's afraid of a cat. Yeah. Though they should be. I, I have been afraid of a cat Because <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, you know, very, very young one time coming home from from school and uh, you know, walking home from the bus and there was a big a big calico cat on our porch and I had to get in the house. I was walking <laughs> home, you know, I was like, I had to get, you know, get my key and get in the house and, and everything. And there's this big cat up there. And as soon as I get close, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't want me to get up there. So I was like, Oh no, what do I do? I'm going to have to fight this cat. <laughs> you just have to be firm. Yeah. You cat get off my porch. Yeah. I was a lot smaller then. So, so big, you know, a big tomcat is, yeah. is, is scary to like a, you know, <laughs> se- seven-year-old or whatever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really, like, met a mean dog. 
Yeah, I've, I've found that all the dogs that I've had encounters with, you know, like dogs that, that chase you when you're running or riding mm-hmm. a bike or whatever, like, I'm, you know, they I think that they do a lot to be intimidating and stuff, but I've never had felt like one was actually going to attack me or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so I learned that most of the time you can just keep going and doing your thing and just don't pay them any attention and they yeah. just they just run beside you and bark the whole time <laughs> yeah. until you're done and then until you're no longer in what they see as their territory yeah and then then they don't care what you do yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not in their yard mm-hmm. so he was also not one to like children either yeah i think lily was my the only dog that i've had that that liked kids mm-hmm. <laughs> That would play with them and liked being around them. Mm-hmm. My other two little dogs are not. Yeah. No. They see children and they're just like, okay, I'm going to be over here. I'm going to leave. I'll leave. One of the funniest stories about Sophie that when she was you know, younger, um, I had this cousin and she came for a visit. She brought her, her child. It was probably like three or four years old, maybe a little older. Mm-hmm. I'll say three to five, somewhere in that age range. This was when that Batman movie came out with Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Was it Batman Batman Forever? Forever? Yeah. No, it was Batman and Robin. Was it Batman and Robin? Yeah, that was the it was one of those. Um, but anyway, he had a Mr. Freeze action figure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was just playing with his action figure while we visited. And... Um, at some point, I guess he put down his action figure somewhere, and when it was time to go, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it anywhere. And we're just like, I don't know where you, where it was. And like, we're looking under the sofa, looking under cushions. We're just like, I don't know where he left it. And my cousin was just like, ah, no worries. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. And I was like, okay, well, if I find it, I'll let you know. And uh, so they leave. And just moments after we close the door, Sophie comes out and she looks around and this just us and child is gone and she ducks back somewhere and then she comes back with the action figure <laughs> and is chewing on it. I was like, oh no. She took it and <laughs> hit like, it. I was like, you stole this children's toy. She's just like, this is mine now. <laughs> but she knew that it was not hers. And she hid it and waited for them to leave, came out, checked. They were gone. Now she was safe to bring it out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. She knew. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I bought him another action figure. But still. <laughs> like, that was, I was like, well, can't give this back to you now. The yeah. face is all chewed off. Right, right. Ariel just leaves. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, there is a child here. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> or there's not. Hmm. And I was like, it's not their fault that you're adorable and they want to pet you. Right. Did you ever try doing that thing with the tape? No. I oh. need to do that. I need. I think. You know, I don't think we have any masking tape. But it's an experiment. If you put a square of masking tape on your floor, you know, kind of like in the shape of a, a sheet of paper or something. Yeah. See if your cat will sit in the square yeah because apparently it's a thing that they do yeah i've seen many accounts of this yeah on the internet but not in real life so who mm. knows yeah need to get some masking tape and try it yeah see if all three of your cats are like oh i want to sit in there mm-hmm. any of our listeners out there do the masking tape experiment let us know yeah let us know because we're very curious about mm-hmm. this Apparently not curious enough to go buy masking tape, but still curious. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just have the masking tape. Yeah. And then not buy it for this special occasion. Yeah. Well, definitely check out the Humane Society of North Texas and the SPCA of Texas. The Charming Cat Cafe at the Vista Ridge Mall. Mm-hmm. They definitely, even if you don't want to... Uh, Adopt, you can still go play with kitties. Mm-hmm. And that's that's worth the money. Yes. And you hope you hope feed all the kitties mm-hmm. and stuff. Remember bunnies and chicks are adorable 
and seem like great Easter fun, but they are live animals. They are real <laughs> animals. And they will need care. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready for a pet, you know, apparently hens make awesome pets. Mm-hmm. And bunnies are, of course, adorable and also awesome pets. But just be sure that that's really what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just because it's Easter. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll We'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll. You'll hear us next time. You'll hear us (laughs) next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.